So, for those of you that haven't noticed, uh, Beth had an issue with her internet for this week's episode, and Veronica also has had some issues that she's dealing with uh, on her own. So, it is just me tonight. Five, four, three, two, and one. Hello, world, is a song that we're singing. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the Happy Hour. Oh God! Okay, so uh, welcome back, Happy Hour listeners. It is just me, David Oje, uh, for this week's version of the Happy Hour. I see a little twitchy thing happen on the video every once in a while, but uh, what can I do about that? Nothing. So. Um, as I said, my name is David OJ. I can be, uh, if you want to follow me, I'm on uh, Instagram and threads at MetalDave01. Uh, Beth and Veronica's socials are in the description on the YouTube. And, um, I probably have to add that to the description on Spotify and Anchor too at some point. But if people are curious, uh, you can also just follow us on the Happy Hour Pod account, which is on threads and Instagram. Uh, we're on, uh, YouTube, do- uh, youtube.com slash happy hour and happyhour.com. I am anticipating that this is going to be a very short uh, episode because I'm just going to give a quick recap of everything that's happened with Habs. Um, Very high level stuff. Not going to get into the nitty gritty of things. Uh, Just, uh, you know, the usual fireside chat that we do about the Habs. Except it's just me tonight and I am so, so sorry. So let's start. Tail of the tape. What's going on here? Uh, We last recorded... Huh, where is it? Okay, there we are. Last recorded uh, last week. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. We we recorded right after that terrible loss uh, against the uh, Senators in what previously to that was a offensively bad week for the Habs. Win against the Avalanche. Great. Don't see that too many times. Uh, win against the Devils. Even better, one could say. Um, good wins by the Habs all around. Now... That was a high. It was the first time all season that the Habs were able to put uh, two regulation wins in a row. First time this season, as if we need any reminders on how difficult it has been for our beloved team. Um, the game against the Devils was on a back-to-back. Uh, first game of back-to-back against Senators, and as we've already spoken about last week... 6-2 thumping by the Senators, followed by a 9-4 thrashing by the Bruins. Awful. Awful, awful, awful. Granted, Bruins are one of the best teams in the league, so you kind of understand that they definitely took advantage of the Habs because of that. But, you know, again, this is all old news from the last episode. Um, last week's game against the Senators, 4-1 loss once again. And yeah, a low point, I would say, in the season. What an awful, awful, awful January it has been for the Habs. And now it is officially over, at least in games played uh, for the Habs. Since uh, they don't have any games until next week. If my calendar is correct. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the next game uh, for the Habs is next Tuesday due to the All-Star break uh, coming up this weekend. Who, Where we will see uh, Nick Suzuki representing uh, the Habs and... You know, I don't even think I figured out who got voted in to um, to rep the Habs uh, additionally aside from him. I don't think anybody did. 
but I don't really pay attention to the all-star stuff because it doesn't really, <laughs> it's not all that pertinent to us at the moment. What is pertinent are the games. Last week, Habs Islanders and what was Patrick Waz uh, return to the Bell Center as head coach of the Islanders. That was a change that happened in the previous two weeks with uh, Waz uh, being the head coach of the Islanders. And it was just, what What else can you say aside from it probably being a circus in Montreal with uh, Patrick Waz coming back? Now, with that being said, um, it was a pretty decent game, all things considered. If I'm remembering... Uh, all the things that had a that had occurred. Uh, let's go to the box score. <clears throat> or the recap, actually, I should say. The first period was a was an amazing thing. Because uh, what did we see? We see we saw the Habs come rip roaring out uh and just and just flummox the Islanders really easy in the first period. We have goals from Nick Suzuki on the power play, mind you. By God, a power play goal. Uh Cole Caulfield, scoring at home. Super amazing. Makes it 2-0 Montreal. And then Sean Monahan again, on the power play. With an assist from Montambo, of all things. I'm going to talk about Montambo in a bit. I think my uh, my anti-Montambo stance is well-documented among people that you know still listen to us. And I feel that it is rightfully so. With a few exceptions. You know, Jesus, you know, he does... Um, does well for the team and he did well for the Habs against the Islanders. Now, with that being said though, three nothing going into the second period. Um Islanders uh net one goal, Bo Horvat on the power play, uh, assist by Mac Bar- uh Matt Barzell and uh Mr. Dobson there makes it 3-1. That's no problem. Nothing to worry about there. 3-1 lead going into the third period. We should be comfortable. However, if there's one thing about the Habs, and it's um, it's unfortunate that uh, Montembeau has to suffer through this, is that uh, they can't hold a lead. They cannot hold a lead to save their skin. Um, and as always, do I blame Montembeau for this? No, you can't. Because in this game, a horrific thing happened with uh, Brendan Gallagher's hit on... Uh, oh, what is that? What is our buddy's name there? Oh, Adam Pellick. Is it Pellick or Pellish? I don't know. I don't have anybody to ask to actually know the name of the players. But Brennan Galler, open ice hit, shoulder right into the head of Adam uh, of Adam Pellick. And, um, you know, it, we already know now five games uh, he was tendered. And I remember reading an article uh, talking about specifically the discipline of Brendan Gallagher costing the Habs games. Because the Habs, uh, if there's one thing that they're good at this season, is that they are the number one team in the NHL to have wins with a goal difference so winning by one goal of all the teams it's the Habs that have that stat as the as the best overall or if not best and very very close to the top I recall seeing that elsewhere now when we want to talk about the Habs and discipline oh my god um I'm gonna look up the penalty minutes because I actually forgot to uh uh check that before I got here um of course, here we go, looking at all this nonsense. Uh, but it's not just Brendan Gallagher having a, a discipline problem with the Habs. It's literally, it's practically, I don't want to say the entire team, but you have to look at um, who's another penalty person. Michael Pozzetta, you know. Uh, Mike Matheson has a lot of uh, penalty minutes as well. Uh, Arbor Jackeye, you know, I'm 
I'm, I'm pretty sure has quite a lot of uh, penalty minutes as well. Uh, now, if I go into league here, huh? That's so nuts. I still can't find penalty minutes by team. That is so ridiculous. Uh, teams by penalty minutes. All that to say. Five-minute major penalty, and the Habs have to deal with that in the game against the Islanders. So, the Habs are on the penalty kill, going up against uh, the Islanders' power play. And, of course, what happens? They tie the game because of this. Now, it's... I'm not going to put that on Montembo. As I mentioned before, it's it just happens to be that he's the guy that is the goaltender for a team that's a trying that's still trying to develop some sort of identity aside from we are rebuilding because the defense for the Habs is not great. Um they are consistently being outshot. You know, uh, with with a few, you know, good games here and there where the shots aren't so heavily against them. But uh currently it's just um you know, it's just too bad that uh that, that Montembeau has to deal with that. And gosh darn it, I can't find this thing that I really want to find. It's really bothering me. Here we go. Most penalty minutes, blah, blah, blah. Oh, that is so ridiculous. I don't think I'm going to be able to find it. But I think the Habs are one of the most penalized teams in the league. And it's not just Brendan Gallagher. It's a, it's a, they, are, they are succeeding at that by committee. So there we are. Um, now, with that being said... Islanders tie it up. That sucks. You know, the Habs blew a 3-0 lead uh, to get into that. But thank God there's this guy named Sean Monahan on the team who, in the final mm, final four minutes of the game, gets, him, uh, gets himself a slapper fed by Josh Anderson and Cole Caulfield. Monahan's 13th of the season, by the way. Uh, make it 4-3 Montreal. They hold back the Islanders' press with the empty net, uh, with the, uh, you know, with pulling the goaltender. And the Habs take a win. Spoiling. Patrick was return to Montreal. Boohoo. See, see you later, Patrick. Uh, the next game against the Islanders is in a while. Um, three games total. And April 11th is the next one. Um, Habs have taken both games against the Islanders this season. So in the season series, the Habs are 2-0 against the Islanders. Last game against the Islanders, April 11th. So we'll see how that goes. That's nice. It's nice. The Habs have a winning record against the team in, in this in this season this economy good for them um next game uh that occurred was uh, against the penguins and i for some reason i have it in my head that the habs uh tend to have a good uh track record against the penguins but of course not this season as i was reminded uh that being said a happy return of uh keating Gooley get himself a a goal in the first period uh fed by mike matheson and cole caulfield so that's good for him uh, second period, of course, who is the person to score for the goddamn pen, pens, but Lars Eller. Lars Eller gets his ninth of the season. It's 1-1, one, one, uh, you know, 1-1 tie. But then another power play goal by Yorai Slavkovsky in the second period. Makes it 2-1 Montreal, fed by Monaghan and Suzuki. Good for Slavkovsky. It's his seventh of the season. Can he break 15? Is that a tall order for the 19-year-old first-round First overall draft pick of the Habs. I hmm, I think that would be a high watermark. So let's just say he'll get at least 10. That would be fair, I think. Um, because look at the team he's playing on. <laughs> oh, God. Especially with the injuries. Oh, my God. 2-1 um, going to the third. 
Jake, Jack, Jake Gunsel, Jake Gunsel. I know this guy. Jake, yeah, Jake Gunsel. <clears throat> Ties it up in the third period with 10 minutes to go. Fed by Crosby and Peterson. Or Pedersen, I should say. And uh, so we take it into overtime. And it was an overall good game by the Habs. Um, Allen and Nett, uh, you know, keeping them doing doing his job, keeping uh, the Habs in it. But it's just, there was this one play in overtime where the Habs were skating. The Habs were skating. Pens had their chances. Habs had their chances. And it was just, it was just crazy uh, that in this one play, um, I forget who was on the ice for for the uh, for the OT uh, winner for Pedersen, but just the Habs start stop skating. Obvious two on one, uh, going the other way against uh, Allen, and then uh, you know Pedersen just you know roofed it on Allen, which you know should Allen have got that shot? Sure. However, at the same time, also dealing with a two v one coming the other way and all sorts of stuff. It was just I I felt that the Habs in that last minute just just really fucked the pooch. And, uh, and lost it. Now, with that being said, overtime, um, overtime to get the point in, in the standings. But uh, I think we're all very, very aware of the fact that the Habs are not going to be playoff contenders this season. Who would have thought? Actually, I'm going to double check that right now. Where are the Habs sitting in the... Oh, my God. You know, it's kind of funny how the Senators... Just absolutely flummox the Habs this season. And yet, uh, what's going on in the Atlantic is that the Habs are 7th out of 8 teams in the Atlantic. And the, who's 8th? Ottawa Senators. And it's not, their, it's not just the fact that they're 8th. The Ottawa Senators are 8 points back of the Habs. Now, that being said, there could be a huge change of fortunes. Whereas the Senators finally get their, you know... They finally get their game together and surpass the Habs when the Habs last in the division. Uh, but we'll just have to see. Um, and it is a wide margin for that, too, for the uh, Eastern Division there, Eastern Atlantic Division. Because um, the Habs right now tied with tied at 48 points with the Buffalo Sabres. But then the next team above that, so like I said, 48 points for the Habs and Sabres. Next point, uh, next team up are the Detroit Red Wings with 57 points. So it's a bit of a dearth um, with that. And I think we can all agree that the Habs are probably going to have, more than likely going to have, a top 10 or top 15 pick going into the uh, draft this year. Well, it is a rebuild, isn't it? So, okay, I'm, gonna, oh, I'm going to get rid of some tabs so I can... Check out some of the other news things that have been happening. So, uh, some exciting things. We got to see Joshua um, up with the Habs. I think he netted himself. Uh, let's see there. I think he had two points in five games with the Habs. He had a goal and assist. Goal against the, the Devils uh, earlier this month. And an assist against Boston. And somehow, and all one of those weird guys that take a look at plus minus. That was a 9-4 game. You know, Boston against uh, the uh, the Bruins there, right? Um, Boston against the Habs, right? And um, Wah gets himself an assist, and he had a plus-minus of zero. So somehow, somehow, he threaded his way into having a plus-minus that was even. Interesting thing, that is. Um, now, the only re- reason I mentioned him is because he was loaned back to Laval uh, more than a few days ago. Actually, yeah. So I think uh, last week, this day last week, he, was, he went back to the Rocket. 
Now, with that being said, let's take a look at his stats with the Rocket. The reason he was called up is because... Oh, where is this? Here we go. Okay, Joshua is second in points uh, for the Rocket. There's an asterisk next to his name. Oh, indicates a rookie. Yeah, good. Oh, yeah, that's even better. Uh, the winger has 30 points in 36 games with Laval, which is really nice. Really nice. Uh, the only person that has more points than him would be uh, Brandon Gignac with 37 points. Very cool. Good for them. So there's that. Uh, so that's a little bit of news on that front. Uh, let's see. I love the rocket. Yeah, uh, already talked about uh, Brendan Gallagher for the illegal check to the head. So he will be out for five games. So when is he? Oh, that's an interesting thing there, too. I'm just reading the uh, article from the Habs. Uh, Under the terms of the collective bargaining agreement and based on his average annual salary, Gallagher will forfeit $169,000. The money goes to the Players Emergency Assistance Fund. That is, that hits deep. $169,000 gone because he had to check someone in the head like that, which is so crazy because... I mean, it's not that the penalty is crazy. That that ought to happen, but it's it's just a it's just crazy that uh, Brendan Gallagher was able to do that because of um. Damn, you know, I had all, everything uh up here, and where is it? Uh, five games. I'm Pelic. Pelic's the name. I'm just checking something because I think it's gonna be fun. Adam Pelic. Pelish. Where the heck is this? Come on, come on, come on. Come on, Wiki, help me out. <laughs> okay, that's, okay. Yes, this is going to be worth it. Brennan Gallagher, as we all know, beloved player for the Habs. Um, Where is he? 5'9", this guy. Brennan Gallagher is 5'9", five 5'9", nine, five nine, not one of the tallest people on the planet. Adam Pellick is 6'2", so I'm even wondering how Gallagher was e- was even able to get a headshot on this guy. But I'm not going to say anything about, you know, keeping your head up against, you know, a midget like Gallagher. But it's like, come on, dude. Regardless, Gallagher saw, you could see in the replay, Gallagher had that guy lined up the entire way. And why that, why he decided to do that, who the hell knows. But that's now all water under the bridge. And he will be, let's see if it's five game suspension, then... Uh, so the Penguins game should have counted with that. I'm going to check to see if he was on the roster for that one. Gallagher, Gallagher, Gallagher. Gallagher was not on the roster for that. Okay. Uh, that makes sense. So that, that should count as one game. So just trying to see which game he'll be back. One, two, three, four, five. He should be back to play against the Rangers at MSG on February the 15th. So, wow. That's a lot of uh, missed game time. One, two, over two weeks. He won't be uh, playing with the Habs. Well, that's what happens. Moving on. Uh, the only other n- uh, news that really come out of the Habs would be uh, concerning Lucas Condotta, loan to the Laval Rocket. Again, this was something that happened to... Uh, Last week, Kandata uh, had no points at all uh, with the Habs. He was actually incredibly unremarkable. No points. One shot on goal in two games. 
Jesus, that's so weird. Anyway, so he's back with a. Uh, he's back with Laval. Oh yeah, and Kandata. Let's take a look at his stats with Laval. Kandata has winger, thirteen points in thirty-seven games. Not extraordinary, but you know, not can't can't say it's terrible either. And he has an X next to his name saying that he is inactive. I don't know if he was injured with Laval at some point. Not sure. Because I don't really... I mean, I watch Laval because it's fun and great, but I'm not sure why. Uh, what, what what his deal is at the moment. Um, let's see. Last bit of news. Contract termination for Anikula Boden. That is... Let's see. I was from Chateauguay. How about that? Oh, there it is. Okay, so... Uh, Nicholas Bodin was acquired in the trade with the Blackhawks in return for Cam Hillis on October 2022. And, uh, yeah, he had 55 games with the Laval Rocket. Did he have any games with the Rocket this year? Bodin, 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 Bodin. Uh, yep, 16 games, 6 points. He was a defenseman. So his contract was terminated for reasons. I'm not entirely sure why. Mutual agreement with the, yep, just a mutual contract. Termination. I'm not going to read too much further into that. Happy trails, Nicola. There's that. Um, what else to mention about the Habs? I don't think there's all that much more to mention about the Habs. Uh, next game is going to be, I think I said, against the uh, the Capitals next week. There are no games this week because of the All-Star break. And so next week is interesting because the Habs are going to be playing uh, February 6th against the Capitals away in D.C. And then the next game after that is a Saturday. So it's from Tuesday against the Caps, Saturday against against Dallas. So they kind of have like a gentle going back into uh, NHL mode. But of course I say that, and now I'm looking at the schedule, and it says Dallas, and then Dallas is the first game of back-to-back against the Blues. Dallas and Blues both at home at Le Bel Centre. Um, I think that's it. Uh, the only other thing to mention are the, let's see, in the hockey world, we know, uh, that we have, uh, the 2018, uh, Hockey Canada, Team Canada scandal is, uh, gaining a lot of steam in this past week, mainly because, uh, five players have been, uh, have been, uh, ordered to, you know, surrender to police, and I think that's, uh, think that's uh, the term for it and we do have names for that that I don't recall off the top of my head of course I know Adam Adam Formington's wanting one of them and I have a chat log here where I was talking about this Formington I'm gonna be scrolling quite a bit to find this of course Uh, 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 uh. it's gonna take a while and I don't think I'm gonna find it Carter Hart's one of the players, too. And then there's three others, of course. But Lord knows if I can remember their names. But this is long overdue. And it's something that uh, the NHL and the NHL teams, I find, have been just just reprehensible over. They give their players, um, you know, indefinite leaves for one reason or another. Especially with Calgary. Calgary was saying that they're uh, giving the player involved, their player involved with the scandal an indefinite leave for mental health issues. And it's like, really? Come on. Mental health, sexually assaulted somebody, or at least accused of it. Um, 
the months ahead in this are probably going to be really, really messy. We're going to see the uh, uh, probably the best and worst of the hockey ecosystem online be just, like I said, at its best and worst. And it's going to be an awful, awful thing to behold. But um, given how much of a gross cover-up it's been for years, uh, this is overdue. And it has to happen. There has to be accountability and punishment. If, um, you know, these, uh, if these players are found guilty. Aside from that, I don't think I have any more hockey news. How long have I been recording for? Hmm. 20-ish minutes. That's fine. Uh, I'm trying to think. What did I watch recently? I know we always talk about, you know, shows that we're watching. Um, seventh season of Rick and Morty. I finished that up. Underwhelming. Uh, new voice actors because Justin Roiland liked to uh, diddle girls that were less than half his age. So fuck that guy. Uh, but I'm watching the show because it's such a weird thing. You know, somebody creates uh, something and then they're accused. And I think he actually got, I think all the all the charges were dropped against him. But still swirly and slimy. Um, I think about the rest of the team on that show that actually try to do good by it. And uh, that's my excuse for watching it still. But there's that. Uh, watch that. I'm rewatching The Sopranos because uh, it is, if you can believe it, it is the 25th anniversary of that show being released. First season of that having come back, come out back in 1999. Uh, but it's a great show with a terrible, horrendous, awful finale. But what can you do? It's HBO. Uh, that and then I think the only other thing I really watched was the um, I watched Godzilla minus one which is the newest Japan-made uh, Godzilla film. That I thought was just great. I really enjoyed it. But I watched it previously when it was first released back in December. Watched it again in theaters this past weekend. You know, the last week of this past weekend. And <laughs> they, they re-released it in complete black and white. Now, I get it. Money grab, but I think they were trying to do a bit of a you know, an homage to, you know, the older uh, Godzilla movies from the 50s and 60s that were, of course, in black and white. I don't think I have anything else uh, to mention without making things uh, more boring than they already are. Anyway, so for those that were listening, thank you for listening. Um, you know, like and subscribe if you haven't already. And go Habs go. And if you're into the um, NHL All-Star weekend, uh, enjoy that. And then... You know, we'll have to see our halves back on the ice next week against the Caps. Goodbye. Bye-bye-bye-bye-bye. Bye.